Hello, Tile friends. Welcome back to another episode of Tile Money, the podcast where I, Luke Miller, discuss the business of tile installation. So today I have part two of two, and this is an interview I did with Steve Roche. So if you haven't heard part one, go back to the prior episode of this and listen to part one entitled New Year's Resolutions. So he breaks down um, a really good outline of what a goal is, what a resolution is, and how to attain it. And then in this part two, we kind of dive a little bit deeper into giving some examples of his personal goals and stuff like that. So we really have a great discussion. I really enjoyed it. And I'm enjoying um, going over the notes as really I start to plan out my new year here. So we should all have goals. Um, Both personal and business goals are going to kind of intertwine together and help us succeed. So... I hope you've had a very profitable year. Um, If you don't hear from me until after the New Year's, I hope you enjoy the rest of your year. Take some time off and I hope you have some, uh, I hope you don't have to work um, all week next week. So hope you get to enjoy life a little bit here as we wind down the year. Until next time, talk to you later. So my personal example, I have multiple areas or roles in my life. The ones I chose have been husband, father, church, family member, friend, and neighbor, all three together. Okay. My work, my personal development of self, my physical, and my financial. Now that's, I've been doing it a long time. That's a lot of goals. And I almost have a spreadsheet type thing that I keep up with them. Okay. I keep up with those on paper every single day. Okay. So in my example, my work is my business consultant. That's my title, business consultant. So now what do I want to do? I'm just going to talk about that. I'm not going to preach about my family and about about my church and about my neighborhood relationship. I'm talking about just my work goal on this point right now. Okay. What do I want to do? What are my areas that I want to that I want to do? I've got four goals that I want to track. I want to study, know, and grow my industry relationships. That's what keeps me up at night. How do I how do I get new business and how do I retain business and and so it's through relationships. So that one in my case jumps to the top. It wouldn't be the same necessarily for a tile setter, but it might be for, for you in tilemoney.com because you need to bring people in to talk on the, on the podcast. True. So I need to know and grow industry relationships. Number two, I need to develop and provide training to people. That's critical in what I want to do, develop and provide training. Number three, I want to develop and investigate new business opportunities. When I got into consulting, somebody told me, if you think of the Pacific Northwest in the old days, they used to roll logs down a river. And to be a log jack, you had to roll the log. But once you got it going to a certain speed, you had to be looking at the next log to jump to or you're going to go in the drink. So you're constantly getting the log moving, getting it rolling, and then looking at the next one that you got to jump to. And the fourth thing that I do is I track and follow industry quality and building code standards. Hmm. I'm real involved in the, in the codes, both for building codes, but in the industry standard codes. Right. Uh, 
National Tile Contractors Association on writing the handbook, uh, all of the different things. I was the chairman of the Tile Council Backer Board Committee for over 10 years. Those, those things were important to me and I like them. I enjoy taking a technical engineering talk statement and making it sensible that the installer can say, what the hell are they talking about? Oh, they're talking about you got to lay your tile this way and this is what you want to do. But most importantly, this is why you want to do it. This right. is how I don't have the physical skills to stay on the chalk line, but I know why it's critical to stay on the chalk line, why you use a laser line maybe instead of a chalk line sometimes. Yeah. So those things. So let's go back to each of those goals. My study, know, and grow industry relationships, that goal has three steps below it. Yep. Follow and know the segment volume, because I have to know the different segments of the tile industry, the market and opportunity volume, and the channels of distribution. That could be big box, it could be distributors, it could be people like floor and decor that have just come into the market. So I got to keep up with those things. I need to know for me, I need to know and track competitive pricing. My specialty is backer boards. I want to be able to say, if I'm talking to a manufacturer, you're going to see this price, generally speaking, you're going to see this price in South Florida, this price in New York, this price in California, this price in the Midwest. For the, maybe it's overarching, but that's going to give them a general idea. I also need to have relationships with the major distributors and with contractors around North America. So that if I need to know, gee, what's the price on Latacrete board today, their foam board, I can call Luke in California and get an idea from Luke. He's priced it, he knows. I, I can call Buck Collins in Washington, D.C. I can call in New York. I can call in Florida. I can call in Texas. I can call in Chicago. And I get those prices. So to me, that's critical. Now, step two, develop and provide training. I have to be able to do training for both business and administration. So I go to a distributor, let's say, and I may have to train their customer service department what that looks like. You know, they're not on the, they're on the phone most of the time taking orders. They're not facing you, the installer. That's a different set of skills. But the counter guy that's facing you, the installer, has got to have a set of skills that are a little different. So mm -hmm. I have to work that out and work those trainings so that I help bring value to that company if it's a distributor. Also, field marketing and field sales training. Uh, when you talk about interviewing the VD sales rep, uh, somebody's got to train that sales rep. And if you work with VD, you help them maybe at the big level over, over understanding how they want to train what they want to train for, or maybe it's actually training those sales reps. Mm -hmm. One of the best things I did when I worked for Georgia Pacific was we developed, we were making Den Shield tile backer boards. Mm -hmm. We developed a program called DENS 101, and we brought our field reps in 
and had them trained on how to sell Den Shield Tile Backer one on one. By the way, I didn't do the training. I developed the training. I brought in a tile contractor, happened to be named Tony Sherman here in Atlanta. And Tony became, for about five years, the face of Den Shield. Okay. He trained all of our sales reps. Then they would fly him around the country when they opened up distributors, they'd bring Tony in and he'd do the training for other contractors. And you know yourself, the fat boy sitting there on the stage in a nice dress shirt telling you what to do is one thing, but the contractor who, who's been there on his knees beside you telling you what to do has a different level. Right. That was probably the most successful training we ever had, but it's not easy to pull off unless you do this planning work and then propose it and set it out and say, it's going to work. Here's how we do it. I also do technical rep and installation trainings. So part of when we were at National Tile Contractors was when we started this traveling road show. And we had one guy travel around. Actually, it started with Joe Tarver, the executive director, traveling around in a motorhome doing clinics with volunteers. And that proved to be good, but not great. Then we went to a traveling specialist and they traveled around and we proved that you could burn a guy out on traveling in about 50 weeks because he was in a different state almost every day for 50 weeks. Wow. And then we went to the concept of two and three travelings and trainings like you've got now. So that's it. The next one is, is pretty well two, two, two steps. Develop and investigate new business opportunities is nothing but two steps. One, what are the new products that we can see that make sense? Number two, what about existing products? How can we expand the use of that? Okay. And that's an important one for me because I work with manufacturers who maybe have a product that's starting to lose its luster and we have to figure out, and how do you do that? This is where your goals tie together. You go back to my relationship goals Number one, most important thing I do, and you call up Luke and you say, Luke, I'm working on this with a manufacturer and he's got this product and this idea. What Would this make a difference? What would you tell him if you had his ear, what would you tell him to do to change his setting material? And he, you would say, I want that setting material to be more open time it dries out too quick. I use it, but I want it to be more open. Perfect. I'll get that message to him. And uh -huh. that's how you tweak it and do that. And then of course, the last area the quality and building code standards. And that's an ongoing thing. You have to make the meeting. If you have insomnia, just tape record the meetings and listen to them the next night and you'll go right to sleep. There you go. So, so I want to, I want to bring this down now and close it out. What are the vital functions to my business, whether it's tile installer, tile dealer, tile distributor, tile manufacturer? What are the vital functions to my business? Again, no more than five vital functions. And you're gonna do and focus on them every day. Plus, how many hats do I have to wear? Okay, what roles do I have to have in my business? Whether that's prospecting for a new for new business, that's a different role than going out and setting the tile. Uh, negotiating a contract or opening up a new account with, say, a builder 
a different skill, a different role. Boy, the big one, managing the daily business and following up with your existing account. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, that's almost that, that, that's almost a full-time job that file installer can't do in addition to do his file installer job. Correct. And then, of course, the administration of the business and financial details. Some people use their spouses for that. Um, one of the most successful companies I know, the sister does it. Okay. The, the guy that's the head guy, his sister does it for him. And that's great. Uh, a guy Frank Canto's age has his daughter do it. Okay. So be creative. Maybe it's your next door neighbor. Maybe you get along well with your next door neighbor and it, and it works that they're a business person and you've got just enough to give them evening work, which they want and need. Yeah. Those things. And we can use our already existing relationships. You know, if we're, if we're thinking, well, I don't know, you know, I, I don't have the budget for a professional or, or whatever. I mean, we might know a professional who wants a little side work. Right. Like you're saying. Right. Right. So that's, that's that one. Um, the next one, what are the vital priorities in my business? What do I, what's my daily priorities, my to do, my task, my key projects? You can, again, when you're brainstorming, write down everyone that comes to your mind and then prioritize them and put the top one most important, top two most important, top three most important. Let the others go away because they're going to distract you. Mm -hmm. In my program here that, I've, that I'm talking about, in my life as a business consultant, my number one thing, as I said earlier, everything else works off of study, know, and grow my industry relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the number one thing for me, and that's what everything else grows about. Yeah. If you ask me what can flow from this center point, I've got to tell you that doing things like what we're doing today can flow from this center point. If I have three to five contractors call me or send me an email and say, what about this? What about this? I'm going to learn from them and I might be able to help teach them something too. So that's why you do those things. That's the most important thing for me. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So just remember that you've got to manage your activity. And, and what I mean by that is you've got to rank things on importance and on urgency. Importance right now is doing this podcast. Urgent was the cell phone call that came in while I was on the phone. I just hit the button and said, I'm in a meeting. I'll call you back. That's how I deal with my urgent items that aren't important. Now, if that was the hospital calling to tell me my wife had been in a car accident, the podcast would become important, but not urgent. That would become urgent and important. So you got to balance that urgency and importance factor. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Stephen Covey in the Habits of Highly Successful People talks about that. If yeah. you read that book, which is 20 years old, but the principles are still good and it's on audio books so you can listen to it. He's got the urgent and the important in a quadrant. 
And what you want to do is get yourself out of responding to urgent but not important and only do important items, eliminating urgent items. That's emergencies. You try to eliminate those. You try to plan everything and do the most important work, and that's how it comes out. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Thank you for breaking that down. Yeah. So really to sum it up, you know, we're talking about smart consistency, smart goals, um, consistency plus time equals a radical difference. I really like that, that little saying there. So we talked about studying and knowing and growing your industry relationships. Now for tile contractors, this could be other business um, people like we talked about BNI networking. It should be your reps. It should be anybody who's in the industry. Correct. Ab absolutely. And again, if it doesn't do you any good to have relationships with five home builders, if you don't want home builder business, right? But if you want high end home builder business, you need to figure out who's building the type of homes you want and have that relationship start to grow and networking. Who knows that person? Yeah. You know, who knows that person? When I had my store, one of my best builder leads came from a pastor at my church. And I did some work in the pastor. I did it for the church. You know, they owned his house. And so he had a furnished house. And we did some work in his house. And he was happy. And I was talking to him and networking with him a little bit. And I said, you know, what I'm really trying to do next year is get into doing more builder work. Oh, you know, so-and-so that sits out in the, in the fourth pew in the third row. Yeah. I don't know anything about him, but I know he's out. Yeah. Well, that's his name. His name is, is, uh, is Jim. And Jim is one of the biggest builders, uh, in the, in the area, but he builds real high end houses. He only builds about three or four a year. Wow. That'd be great to get started with. Yeah. Why don't you and I have coffee with Jim? Let me call him and see, bing, bing, bing. Hey, Jim, I got somebody I think you need to meet. Do you have time to have coffee tomorrow morning at seven o'clock? Jim said, I happen to do that. I'm not pouring foundations until nine. So I'll have my foreman do that and I'll meet you for coffee. We had coffee. Next thing you know, I got, I got thrown a couple of small jobs that Jim had to have things done. You know what it's like. He didn't give me the big work first. He threw me a couple of little, little tiny bait fish yeah. and I didn't screw them up. And next thing you know, I was doing Jim's work. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. That's kind of yep. Those relationships are key. They're key. And, and friends, remember when we're setting our goals, keep them simple and attainable. We want to break them down to, to smaller goals under the larger goals. So no more than five large goals. Under that, we might have two, three, four, five small attainable goals that you could reach within weeks or months. Right. Yeah. I, I, I would tell you, if you've never done this process, I would go with three. Okay. And you know what? At the end of six months, God love you. You hit all three. You exceeded them. That meant you were aiming way too low, but that's okay. You understand the process. Now write three more that are going to take you from here to here okay and go for those three and at the end of seven months or eight months you've hit those now you can start going more the mm -hmm. only reason i would go to five goals 
is I would include those other areas of my life, you know, in the, in whether it's being a, a, a father or a parent or a husband or a friend, I my church goals. Yeah. You know. And again, I keep the relationships goal. That's my number one goal. So when I talk about doing something for my church, I try to do something in the relationship area that I get to meet more people. Maybe yeah. it's the usher at the church greeting people at the door. Yeah. And I find out that Luke comes there every Sunday, but nobody really knows him. And come to find out Luke's a tile installer. And, and I can make some relationship work there that I can help Luke and Luke can help me. Yeah. That's makes the sense. key. It's got to be a win-win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. I hope you've uh, enjoyed this, another episode of the Tile Money Podcast, friends. Um, Steve, where can people find you? Well, first of all, uh, you can find me real easy by my cell phone, okay. uh, which goes off pretty continuously, 404 uh, 404-281-2218. 404-281-2218. The other thing that you can find me is on email. And I do do text if you want to send me a text to that cell phone number. Um, then I also use my email, which is real difficult, Roush Steve, that's R-A-U-S-C-H-S-T-E-V-E 55 at gmail.com. Roush Steve 55 at gmail.com. That helps you remember five goals maximum. <laughs> Is that, that's a good one. <laughs> you got to have a memory hook, you know, yeah. you got, whether it's your, I like it. your head or your heart or your relationship, yeah. you got to have a memory hook. Yeah. yeah. I like it. All well, right. thank you. I appreciate you taking the time out and, and friends, uh, for all of you on my receiving my newsletter, I'm going to, I have some beautiful notes here of this, uh, whole discussion. I'm going to make sure to forward those to your email inbox. If you're not, um, don't know what I'm talking about you can go to tilemoney.com and click on the subscribe link and you'll be subscribed to my, my emails that I'll be sending out show notes, so to speak, of all these episodes. And I'll send you the, the revised copy of my notes that we just worked off of. So you'll have those notes also. I appreciate, I appreciate that. You make it easy for me, Steve. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I look forward to to implementing some of this stuff in my personal life and, and business life. And it, it's all going to interlock together. So I'm looking forward to it. I know, I know the friends listening are, are going to benefit from this as well. If you've got questions, that'll be great. Send them. But you and I have already talked. Uh, I do some articles in, in the installer magazine, pro installer magazine. Mm -hmm. We've got one coming up for surfaces. Uh, when it comes out, we want to do another podcast about that because it's, you've already seen some of the notes on that. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. And we'll do another podcast. But if you hear questions or I hear questions during that podcast, before we get into that article, maybe we can answer those questions. But January is not too late to do this. That's yeah. the other. Do it. You're going to have some time off around the holidays. Do it around the holidays if you can. But if not, Get it done when you have downtime. Yep, yep. All right. Yep, I like that. All right, Steve. Happy well, holidays again. Happy Christmas to everybody. Appreciate it. All right, Steve. You take care. Have a good day.